I like that our audio issues are back. <laughs> it's uh, like yeah, they're not back. They never they never went anywhere. <laughs> it's like we're back to year. We've just been living in two. Like this Marty. is when you're a kid and you you clean your room by shoving all the shit under the bed. It's still there. No, it's not. It's, it's not under not. the bed. It's not happening. I'm eating chips. I'm about to stop. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right, you gotta get your chips. I'm on, stopping. Man. I'm kind of a chip addict. I, I love chips. Fair enough. Whoa. That was something else. Should you be calling them crisps? I should, but he's assimilating. That's what I do call them in my head, and then it translates on the way out. But I don't care for ACDC enough to buy a t-shirt from them. No, this, this is just I a sign it. that <laughs> yeah, your Marty, you can have it. I'll send it to you. Yes. Yes. No, I'm just... That's, that wasn't you guys. That's super weird. It's My so day weird. has been made. <laughs> you can, but you go, did Marty. you... Did you put... Yes. You didn't put your address... You only put your address in the private chat, no? Or did you put it in the general chat? In the private chat, yeah. so... So it would only would be Marty's one of us. Face, Marty's face may look like it might have been him for That's some That's what reason. I thought. Uh, Marty, you, you little sneaky devil, you Marty. I, it was you, wasn't it? Why would I buy oh. Hannah an ACDC shirt and know, not actually, myself? Yeah, it kind of doesn't make sense, especially if she says she doesn't even care for them that much. That Marty, was... did you just ask why you would do something for someone else and not yourself? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love ACDC. All right, Marty. Send me your address, and I'll send it to you in honor of your first CD. Yes. I yes. wish I could solve this mystery. Now somebody's going to listen to this, Hannah, and they're going to be real real offended that you gave away the gift. Did you see it? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, it's and so beautiful. Back, Is it amazing? It's just a t-shirt. <gasps> on the back, it has all the songs on back and forth. <gasps> the only thing I can think of is I wear a lot of black clothing. So someone would buy me something that would say back in black, but what? And I did, I did know it was their 40th anniversary and I think it came, came out a few weeks ago for, for the 40th and came out in August. Yeah, maybe, shit. maybe it's your name. It was meant for the neighbor. It has my name on it. Oh, it said Hannah on it. I said oh. Hannah, whatever my last name is. Hannah oh, yeah, Star I got, 44. I got my package from Neil and I was like, <laughs> who addressed it to Hannah Star 44? <laughs> so I like, what is this? Cause... Did I order something under <laughs> Hannah Star 44? <laughs> yeah, I uh, And Neil I... didn't put his name on it either. So I was like, what is this package? Two weird packages today. <laughs> you know, when weird packages show up in your mail, you're not supposed to open them. <laughs> like... Well, they had my name on it. It wasn't like it was a bomb. We're at the airport. It's fine. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to throw that in there. Welcome back to Plants Are Optional. We're once again joined by Hannah. We're going to make her part of the full, full-time full team, right? Heck yeah. Is that, is that happening? We sent her a shitty mic. Dude, it's not shitty. Band. It's a $50 mic. It's decent. It's, it's not taped together. It's, not, it's, it's held together by tape right now. No, it's just the cable in the back. Hey, it's better than the one I'm currently using, so lay off, Andrew. Yeah, man. It's not. We'll see. It's low wow, end. You guys are it's all low end, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> no, it's a good mic. It's not. It's a good mic. mic. I'm just saying, we're we're full in now. I all do right? feel official. I have a microphone now. I'm part of the team. Part of the team. Woo. 
So one I'm of the us. One of <laughs> us. One of us. I wow. Which on the Facebook, I will say that we did get some reactions to what we should talk about this week. But one of the comments was, "I like having Han on the episodes. Keep her around, please." Except no one calls her Han except you. I know, but I'm abbreviating. Real life? Yes. No. Somebody. <laughs> somebody was like, "I like the episodes with with Hannah on them best. Keep her around." Well, so. while that is true, that was on the Facebook. She's also made that comment in person, so like she's double dipping. Okay. Okay. Well, well I'm she sorry. only counts really once. Me. She just really likes you. Hey. So, but no, that that isn't the only person to have said that either, though. So. We're doing this for you guys. It's not that we actually like having Hannah here. Such a fucking drag. Yeah, you know, we. it's not like we've been doing a podcast for a year. And then Devel- base, just to basically be told that we suck and just, just let yeah. Hannah on. Devoted yeah, listener base wants somebody else. I do feel like an earloper. Yeah. I hope you guys no, no, all no. said Here's- yes. Uh- In three years, Marty, Andrew, and Neil will not be on this podcast. It'll be exactly. Hannah, That's someone else we brought in, and someone else we brought in. Oh. We're going to phase ourselves <laughs> out of this. Yeah, this somehow. is just a transition plan. I'll be the last yeah. OG member. Almost OG. <laughs> the first hey. replacement. We'll, all right. We'll send you a mysterious shirt that says OG plans are optional or something. I'll take an OG shirt. I wouldn't mind that. I just don't know what to do with this ACDC shirt. Well, you're going to send it to Marty. I mean, That's already been determined. I'm going to deal with that with shirt. And I'm going to enjoy every minute of dealing with that shirt. Are you going to cut the sleeves off? No, but it might inspire what? me to finally do the, the clothes challenge. Just one. one shirt. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hannah, if you're going to be OG plans are optional, you need to do all the clothes challenge. Wait, did you guys do all the clothes challenge? Well, I did. I know you and did. Neil did. Neil did. Marty? I haven't. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say this. Maybe. It's shirts, right? Everything. No, I did everything. I, I, I guess did I could everything. Do... Neil did right. shirts that he got from... What was it? Crazy tees or something? Crazy eight six dollar shirts or something that you ordered? Yeah, I forgot the name, but there was a bunch from like five six dollar shirts, and then one expensive one, and one couple of like ten or eleven dollar ones. I forgot what they were called, but yeah, I ended. I got like fourteen t shirts or something. So, but I did learn my lesson. Six dollar t shirts aren't made from the best, um, the the softest cotton. Um, (laughs) So. They're all right, but they're a little bit, you know, itchy, sort of, like sti- stiff and, you know. So Have you been chafing? Stiff. Yeah. Uh, no, not really. But I mean, oh, the okay. thing is, though, I bought them because um, I wanted people to see them, right? And then COVID happened. So no one's even seen me for like six months anyway. It's a total waste. Well, how- we're on video right now. What are you wearing right now? Well, oh, I'm wearing one of them actually. Uh, would you like to know more? It's the Starship Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. If you've seen that movie, great movie. This, this is one of the ones that's pretty soft. So I, I just wear this one, and uh, the You Died of Dysentery. They're the only two I actually wear. Yikes! Yikes. All right, I have to think about it because I uh, do you care how I look. I don't want to stretch all my shirts out. Okay, if you just get like a notarized <laughs> statement from someone that saw you do it, we'll accept that. 
notarized. Yeah. yeah in this day and age. Who knows a notary? Are you serious? Yeah. Do you know notary? I mean, I'm, I'm, you can find them. Go to the bank. Yeah, they're everywhere. Hello, banker. Can you please sign this piece of paper that said I wore 23 shirts? Thank you. <laughs> it's like, yep, I've got just the form. I've, I've prepared my whole <laughs> life for this. I went to school. Okay. What are you more dreading? Going to the bank and asking for that or just doing the challenge? Oh, I mean, definitely. you have some time coming in late. You know, Marty still hasn't done it. Yeah, you, you just gotta still, beat me. Still be not last. <laughs> yeah, definitely going to the bank. Not, not interested in that. So fine, I'll do it sometime. Okay. What am oh, I? What, how many? How many did you get, Andrew? He got I the forties. Oh God! I'll, he got pretty it, high. It was, it was a lot. Total yeah. pieces of clothing, though, not just yeah. shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. But, like, I had gloves on. Those only count as one, I think. <laughs> oh, you can't do a bunch of socks? No. Well, you I can. mean, I guess you could. But Each pair would one. count as one. Interessante. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so as long as you beat Marty, we'll be happy. All right. That's... Well, Marty has to wait for me to set up that shirt, apparently, so I have the upper hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Marty was talking about on the Facebook, we had a poll on what we were going to talk about and it's three to one right now talking about Marty's relationships. UFOs. Well, why, UFOs. Did I, why did I watch UFOs on my lunch break? Because we can't talk about Marty's relationships for that long. We're going to talk we about did. UFOs. We did talk about Marty's relationship for almost half an hour last time. I don't know how much there is to know. We're going to talk exactly. about UFOs. Yeah, we're going to talk about UFOs, and we're going to incorporate Although, Marty's love life into it somehow. I do Alter, want to know. Strange. I do want to know about Marty's uh, player days because you can't you can't even remember your first kiss. We got to get back to that at some point. <laughs> oh, Hannah, that's last week. Leave it alone. Yeah. No, I got to poke at it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I can also talk about UFOs for a long time. So uh, whatever. Can you? That's good. So. The, the, the whole premise here was, I believe it was Meredith, she sent me a message saying, hey, Unsolved Mysteries are having a reboot, you guys should do that. She also said in that same message that she liked having Hannah on. So I approached Hannah, I was like, Hannah, go ahead and pick an episode of Unsolved Mysteries and we're going to talk about have you back on. Fast forward, Hannah's now on the podcast full time. She picked an episode and we said, no, let's do this yeah, one. Yeah, we said no. Well, yeah, Full fine. on compromise. You're the worst. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a compromise. <laughs> you all said no. Well, but also, I mean, hi, Meredith. The, the episode that we that Hannah picked, not knowing what she picked, it just wasn't think, very think, good. It, was, it didn't have a lot of mystery to I it. I think the problem was she assumed I'm... I think the problem is she assumed I meant the first one, so she didn't go and actually pick one. Right? No. Yeah. Well, no. I think I just said I. I just said the first one because I hadn't seen any of them. So. Wow. What would I fucking That's know? Complete I'm like a lack of effort on your part, Hannah. Well, no. There's a reasonable assumption that the first episode is a good one because they want to hook you, right? So they probably right. put yeah. a strong episode at the top. But what actually, was the first one about? It was about a guy who died under mysterious circumstances. Um. 
Oh, he fell from a roof or fell something. From, they fell. Fell, fell from a large building or car parking structure into a hotel building on the other side. And, and it was very strange, like, why he did it or how it happened or if he did it or et cetera, et cetera. No one really could figure out what happened. It was just weird. It honestly was sad as someone it was sad, feeling yeah. a lot of feelings recently. That episode made me really sad for the, for the wife. Yeah, because they, they hadn't been married that long. Um, no, and they seemed really happy. Yeah, in the see- story, he just kind of gets a call, run, goes out of the house, and then is not heard from, and then they find his body a few days later, like, under yeah. all of this weird stuff. I mean, so, my, my conclusion, which, you know, is made up, obviously, um, was that something about his job was going on there, and, and he got hall and he mm-hmm. he learned something or something fishy going on and when that when his old friend who was became his boss refused to discuss the the case almost immediately like they lawyered up right away and refused to comment for the show as well definitely something going on there i think well i would devil's advocate that one a little bit not that i like corporations or anything but like Speaking to the police without a lawyer is a really stupid idea. Agreed, but even I so, even I, when even then they wouldn't talk to talk to them, right? Uh-huh. With a lawyer, they just would say nothing. Right? I mean, you can't I do force agree. you can't force them to talk unless unless you actually you know arrest them or whatever it is you have to do to get. Well, technically, you can never talk, right? The unless, company just had a history of weird kind of background like promoting stock and tech yeah, and things like pumping and, and dumping and stuff and he and it not working out and so yeah. this guy felt like someone to me who was very trusting and very likable and probably they probably used him to do some things that he was unwittingly um doing that weren't probably above board or something and and, and maybe he got wind of it or maybe Maybe there was some liability on the company's in the company's eyes that he knew something. Uh, that was my sort of take. But it, it was peculiar though, and it, and it was sad. But anywho, we decided not to talk about. Yeah, that we're not going to do that episode yet. <laughs> we're not. But, uh, okay. Well, I was also pretty I was high when I watched the first back. one, so I don't. That's all about all I have. So we can do we can do UFOs. Yeah, we're going to do UFOs, but unsolved mysteries. You guys remember watching that growing up? I mean, no, the no. show's been on. It's older than I am. Oh, yeah. I'd never seen it before. No, neither have I. But I didn't watch very much TV growing up. My brother watched this show, like, all the time. It was one of the things that he looked forward to every week. Because then he went from Unsolved Mysteries to watching X-Files and stuff. And there were some genuine, like, kind of really creepy Unsolved Mysteries back in the day. And the host, oh, man, that guy... Like dark area, fog machine, ambient, like with uh, <laughs> the voice, like a uh, Robert Stack, I think is his name. I want to say. I think like so. That. Yes. Yeah. And, that's right. And oh man, like talk about one of like TV icon voice things. Like just you, we see it, and you're like, ooh, unsolved mysteries. That show, like that. That's like ingrained. That's like 80s, 90s for sure. Okay, so like I'd never seen it before, but I was reading a little bit about it, like articles, and they were talking about the old version. I kind of want to watch the old version. I, I like I, the new version's very professional. Um, but every once in a while, you, you want to see a really shitty, like, uh, actor reenactment or something. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, like, the show was good, but yeah, the reenactments were awful. Yeah, so, that's the best part. <laughs> so Go I back actually... and watch the 80s ones. Uh, or Forensic Files also has some pretty shitty reenactments. I was um, watching the UFO one, and my daughter came and sat down next to me. And I was about halfway through. And, I, and I'd been watching, so I'd seen half of it, and I was thinking, hmm. I was in that kind of like ambiguous, is this appropriate or not? And by the time I figured it out, we'd finished. <laughs> so, so was it? Um, I think it was okay. But she was asking, she did ask some odd questions. Because, you know, kids, when kids haven't seen it, they have no frame of reference, right? They've never seen a show like that in their life. So she's like, she thought all the reenactments were real. She's like, and there's this fucking guy getting abducted by a UFO in a reenactment. And she's like, oh my God, dad. And I'm like, no, this is not real. This is a, and you know, I had to kind of explain it. And then she figured it out. And she's like, oh, look. And she goes, listen to how they make it all. They try to make it all scary with the music and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you know, she's like noticing that stuff. It's kind of funny. That's funny. So I guess what would you be concerned about in regards to the UFOs? Just the, the scariness of a, of a show like that to a young kid could be quite scary. It, they, they purposely, you know, they, they beef it up, right? And the co- yeah. the content could be a bit scary too for a kid um, of the fear of the unknown of someone get, getting, um, you know, like the like the part of the thing with those people in the car, right? It's a scary idea for a kid to be like, we were in a car and it felt like three minutes, but it was really three hours. And then when we came to all of our... Two of us were in sitting in different seats and we were, you know, two miles down the road. It could be a bit freaky for a kid. It's freaky to me. It's freaky to me. <laughs> <laughs> a lot well, of uh, alien abduction stories have a pretty sexual component as well. So This one uh, didn't. Though, did this one did not, which no. was kind of surprising overall because really. most of them do. Nah. So I was going to say, I mean, a lot of the older episodes, I mean, UFOs came up quite a bit. And for this reboot series, I think this is the first one. There's maybe, what, six episodes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so this is the first one that had it. So I think people that weren't used to the series that went, you know, one one through six were a little thrown off by this episode because it wasn't, you know, true crime murder. I, I was definitely in that crowd because the other ones were kind of like, how is this a mystery? It's just that a person escaped and they haven't found them, that they're the ones that committed the crime. Like there wasn't. Yeah, I was at the other. I thought by the title, not knowing it, not not knowing the show from before, that it was all going to be stuff like Bigfoot and UFOs and paranormal things. But then on the very first one, I'm like, this is just a, this is a human, you know, this is a crime, not a. I guess it is a mystery, but I was expecting more paranormal <laughs> stuff. There was some yeah. mystery in episode one. I'm going to defend my choice that I hadn't watched before I gave it to you, but. Hannah, we're on episode five. I'm Get just, over it. I'm just saying. But okay, episode five. Should we do a synopsis or? I think you should do the synopsis. Yeah. I was just about to say oh, we, God. we need to introduce gonna... the audience to what <laughs> oh. we're actually talking about. I was going to volunteer Marty. He does the synopses. We're pretty good at passing the buck here. Ah, Haven't you noticed my synopsis are not short? Ah uh, yes. So we want to do an hour and a half one tonight. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Shots fired. <laughs> uh, wow. Fine. So 
the this is episode five of the new unsolved mysteries and it's about a town in berkshire massachusetts i think it was 1969 um and a number of people in the county all had a very similar experience where they saw a very weird object in the sky or there were two of them that actually feel like they got abducted to the spaceship two children got abducted to the spaceship and then um and so like there was this girl she was in a car with her family and she got abducted to the spaceship and then got dropped off at a lake like two miles away or something didn't go into much detail about what her family was doing in the meantime like i'd be a little concerned that my daughter just disappeared out of fucking nowhere and was at a lake two miles away. One less away. mouth to feed. Eh, it was the 60s. Um, <laughs> and then there was another dude who also, he like was at a friend's house and he heard it in his head, like something telling him that he had to leave. And then when he it's went to leave. time to, to go leave, home now. Yeah, that. He went to leave, and then he was, like, trying to run, and so apparently there were eyewitnesses that watched him run in place for, like, five minutes, and he didn't go anywhere. In a, in and a, a dance move was invented. In a spotlight, though. Like, he was in a light. Uh, yeah, and then he said he went up to the spaceship, and he did remember seeing the first girl, like, in the same room as he did, even though he'd never met her before. He recognized her afterwards. And then he, when he got, when he got, he got let out of the spaceship again, and he was still stuck in a beam of light, and people were telling him to run, and he couldn't move. I would have liked to hear, I would have liked to hear from those people, like, because we just heard his story. I don't know. No. That guy was a little yeah. wacky. Um, oh, yeah, and then there was the one you guys were talking about in the beginning, but they were in the car, and the little boy's in the back seat, and his mother was driving, and his grandmother was in the passenger seat. And, like, a light came up. There was a big chunk of missing time. They came to again in a place that was not where they were when they started. And the grandmother and the mother had switched seats. So the grandmother was in the in the driver's seat and the mother was in the passenger seat, which the kids said was super weird because the grandma didn't drive. And it was, like, the where they ended up was in a different direction from where they were going. Yeah. Too. So... And these no, there's no memory. So, like, lost time is super common in these. They have no memory of what was happening between when they were first in the car and then when they got set wherever they were. And I don't remember how long it was, like, an hour, two hours or something. I said it was three hours. Three hours. But, but they only remember about three minutes of time passing. So they lost basically three hours. Um, yeah. So was that it? There were more, weren't there? What, well, there was that other woman. Um, she was like a respected member of the town. Oh, so, like yeah, they're yeah. all like they're all like not the town kooks. Like she's a normal woman. She had like a pharmacy or whatever, and she was in the car with a friend of hers, and they saw the lights in the sky and pulled over and watched it. Oh but, right, yeah, but it was so oh, bright that she couldn't even get close to it, and it was like just intense right but with with no sound she said so she said there was this big disc type thing they got out the car it was right there no noise um no lost time i don't think for her but yeah no but i don't think she got abducted either like she right. just saw it which might account for not losing time but she also had um 
Because she was going back home and she had her sons were at like her mother's house or something. And her sons saw like a weird dish shape that night as well. And then the grandmother was like, don't tell your mom. And so they never told each other until they started filming this series. Yeah. But, but yeah, that, that was pretty crazy. And and this was like they, the show was mapping the path of the supposed object moving through time to each of these locations in this little town um, to show where it may have been moving and you know because they were not they were not all in the same like within a one mile vicinity they were they were spread out over miles and but they all had accounts and what i thought was interesting was um they then also had the radio station the local radio station and uh one of the the lady who saw who who hadn't heard no noise who didn't seem to be abducted was she the one that went to the to the um i'm not sure it might have been the oh no no it wasn't yeah the um the one that's in the car the mother and the grandmother right so they went to the radio station to see and then they were hoping that they might find some old footage but obviously it's all gone there's no footage okay that's really super weird because after i watched it i just googled it berkshire ufo whatever there's like nothing on the internet about this besides things that are linked to this episode and it's not on wikipedia so did it exist it's not even on wikipedia in the list of like ufo encounters in america but why would it be if they didn't have any police reports no radio coverage and it was just a few individuals that saw it the only way it would be on wikipedia is one of those if one of those individuals put it up right which Um, would be kind of odd Apparently, the kid that was in the car has gone on shows before this because he went on like Ancient Aliens, which I don't know if that counts. Um, but <laughs> it's a show. Aliens, <laughs> right? So he's been on that. He's talked about it before. So this is not the first time it's ever come out. And I okay. just found it super weird that there was literally nothing on the internet about it. I think if you dig a little deeper, you can find it. I think just the recent reboot with Unsolved Mysteries, that's what everyone's talking about. But I found some other older articles that did reference this and even even newer articles referencing how they didn't actually represent the events accurately. It wasn't just one night. So originally on on this episode, they're saying September 1st, uh, September 1st, ni- 1969 is when this all happened. Oh my goodness, but... it's 41 years ago tomorrow? Yeah, I know. Oh, that's why we decided to do it. Or yesterday. <laughs> I did not catch that. <laughs> no, we did. That was just absolute haps and sands because I just watched this right before we, we were um, recording. But um, there, there was actually other accounts past this date in that town. And so I've also, I was reading online, it wasn't as weird to be uh i guess people weren't as ostracized as those kids were but you know kids are assholes so oh kids are the worst well it sounded <laughs> like the guy the the car family got ran out of town basically like that's what they made it seem because like, they came yeah. from new york they moved to this small town in massachusetts as like the i don't know american dream and then like this happened and they got ridiculed and they left again but that area of the country also, I think, uh, not Massachusetts, I think it was New Hampshire, Vermont, in like 1961 was the Betty and Barney Hill abduction, which is one of the most well-known abductions. 
um, that has happened so far. And so it's like, same area of the country. It's not completely out of the realm of possibility that this could happen again. But it's also not completely out of the realm of possibility that they subconscious Because the, the Betty and Barney Hill was a really big news story. So they could have heard about alien abductions. All, like, it's not like it is now where we can find everything on the internet, but in 1969 it wasn't the most unheard of thing. So they could have heard something about alien abduction encounter and subconsciously taken that up. Yeah, but nine years later or eight years later and then have multiple accounts. Especially multiple spread accounts out. Especially it. spread over a large area and not like concentrated of like within a group of friends but like complete strangers I that didn't know yeah, but if you change your diet from donuts to sandwiches you know in that town <laughs> or something yeah, like what, that they, yeah diets that to roast beef to roast beef sandwiches that's what i thought i was thinking so you're going from breakfast that, to lunch what yeah, are you talking about that was an unhealthy diet that you used to have i just used to eat donuts just donuts <laughs> No, just roast beef sandwiches. <laughs> Slightly better. Uh, no, I, I mean, I really do think, like, the the multiple people that were all strangers and they all have very similar stories is very compelling. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was definitely the most unsettling out of all the, of all the episodes. So I went through all six of them. Um, mm. But this one Marty. was, this one was just very, like, Ooh, I kind of want to talk about that because, like, it does. Like, it, it, it's that, like, with Neil's UFO story. Not to throw Neil under the bus here, but it's him and his friend, right? And they're they're the Absolute only t- kooks. they're the only two that we can talk to or corroborate the story. But this story in particular has multiple people spread across spread across a, a geographical area that have never met each other with different things. And they're all kind of describing the same, very similar circumstance. And so from that aspect, like, it's just, it's a little, like. I am uh. open to the idea of uh, UFOs and aliens, whatnot. Uh, You would be. Oh, yeah. Well, what, how would you explain it if it was something else? Well, if it was something else, you'd be able to explain it, but I wasn't right. there. I didn't see it. But, but the way I see it, like, I, I think there's no, there's almost no doubt, right? I mean, yeah, sure, there's some doubt, but it's very small. That is complete nonsense. So these people saw something. So if you just take that as a given, then really the question becomes, what was it, right? And um, again, not to throw myself under the bus, I asked, I've asked myself that question about my experience, and it's like, People like to jump straight to, oh, it's aliens and UFOs. What other possible explanation could there be? But it could be something else. Right? It could have just been military. Um, there could be nefarious human shit going on. And they all did genuinely see something, but they were just the victims or, or um, you know observers of something more natural that happened, but still unexplained. Um, and that's where, obviously, at that point, it's purely conjecture, right? You just don't know. Now, when it gets to the... Because I, I I'm not sitting here like that guy and said, I was running on the ground for five minutes and an alien abducted me and I lost three hours of time. That's like a level above, right? That's like, okay, goddamn, you know, that's some crazy shit right there. Um, but I just think of it as like more like... I'm not not open to it being aliens, but... 
you you once you run out of facts, you run out of facts. So then you yeah. Yeah, decide. And it's the military wouldn't necessarily tell you either. I do think no, it's kind sure. of interesting. Uh, that was 1969, and now we're in 2020, and we s- still don't see any technology like that at all in yeah, our e- world. Yeah, even... But... Well, actually, that's interesting, because I don't remember if we talked about this. Did we talk about this, Andrew, recently? Because the, the government would tell us if that technology exists. Well, well, what are you talking about, Neil? So the, the government, the U.S. government, there's been a lot of resurgence in the last two to, two to five years on UFOs um, and what they're now, they're now calling them UAPs, right? Because UFOs have a stigma associated with them, but they're now called by the government UAPs. Uh, what does um, that mean? Unidentified aerial phenomena. Or fra- right. And what the government has done recently is they've come out and they've revealed a lot of past um, accounts and documents and made them public. Uh-huh. And they're starting to shy away from pretending things don't exist. To saying there is some, there is shit going on, and they've actually fund. There's, they've begun to fund because there's been so many. It, this is really recently, like within the last ten years, so many military accounts of really bizarre, physically impossible uh, uh, phenomenon by today's technological standards. And the government's just like, we have to figure this out now because if we don't start, if it is, if it's a foreign technology, then they're way ahead of what we have. That's what they're saying, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's not, then, well, that's still scary. <laughs> but it's still a foreign technology. It's just an alien foreign technology. So extremely they're, foreign. Yeah, extremely foreign. So there, there are actually a lot of things going on. and like Because Joe Rogan has a lot of it. If you ever listen to his podcast or watch his stuff, Bob Lazar. Um, there's, oh, the yeah. gu- there's the guy that worked at, um, at, at like at basically Area 51, Um and came out and talked about a whole ton of stuff that he knew. And uh, But these aren't crazy people. These are, you know, scientists, people that were, you know, just working for the military in various different facets. And he explained how in Area 51, everyone worked on something really isolated and specific that had no exposure to anything else. So it was completely siloed, which is, you know, how you might think, you know, that makes sense from a military information mm-hmm. point of view. So I don't know. There's a lot of things that have been going on. So this is a this is a nicely, it's a well timed um, episode. But um, why did we get here? Uh, I also. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, that anyway, I don't trust our government. I'm one of those, I guess. So I kind of, I do kind of feel like what they've recently been doing, showing us, oh, look at the stuff we saw about UAPs. Like, they're giving us that as, like, a little, oh, you guys aren't stupid, but they're not actually giving us anything important. Oh, no, I'm sure there's a lot that they uh, that they don't tell you. But even if that's true, there's no need for them to come out. It's not, it's not like UFOs, suddenly everyone was banging down the doors going, tell us the truth, right? I mean, it's not like there, there was no necessity to do that, I, I, I don't feel. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there supposed to be an Area 51 raid? Yeah, but that yes. was just an internet. <laughs> You're supposed to run through it or something. So yeah. people people were banging down the doors there. Okay, you know. but sure, but not not really. That was back in 2019 when we could yeah. congregate in groups and run somewhere. Right, but oh, you know, you still can. You're fine. The government can't even coordinate wearing masks, so I don't think that they have this kind of technology. At least in the US, 
and it's just well, phenomenally um, advanced technology. So based on what, even what we know about physics and, you know, the cutting edge of physics, we don't have that type of technology. Not, not well, let, let's, well, talking about technology, 1969 world population was like, what, 4 billion, three and a half, somewhere around there, right? Right. Probably so yeah. we've ballooned over over seven billion people, and everyone has a camera attached to them at all times. Why are there not more sightings now? So I, I also read about that. Actually, that was a common question, and what they're saying, well, because people are asking, why is there not more videos nowadays since we have the technology? Because people yeah, don't go outside anymore, or you see it and you're in a state of shock and you don't even think about it. What are you talking about? Everything gets caught on video these days. I'm sorry. If you saw a fucking UFO, I think I would be like paralyzed. You were so again speaking as someone that I'm not oh, saying right. I've seen yes. an alien, but <laughs> I didn't. We didn't have phones back then. But I, I will tell you though, I would have got a phone. It wasn't that. It, we were paralyzed, and we were just like, we didn't want to move because we thought we thought that it was going to be gone if we moved and we didn't want to you are we were kind of paralyzed and we were like looked at each other and we're like you see what i see right and it was like yeah what the fuck like you know corroborating that we were both seeing the same thing but if i'd had a phone nearby i would have i would have whipped it out no doubt about it I, I would have had that presence of mind to do so and i'm sure a lot of people would um my theory is the aliens away. just don't... The aliens are too smart. They don't... They're not coming now. They know we've got phones. Well, that's also my, my question as well. Like, <laughs> if the aliens already have all this great technology, what do they want with us? Well, why maybe, they come may, here? maybe we're an experiment that, they, that they've why, been why running Why do you for? study viruses and... Yeah. Like, I mean... What, why do you poke around on little, little things like that? Right. I guess, like... Fine, I do research in mice to try to translate it to humans, and I suppose they could do research <laughs> on humans to try to translate it to aliens. There could be a million reasons why they could. We could be an experiment. They could be monit- They could be observing us because maybe they're waiting for us to reach a certain level of sophistication, or like there's Star some. Trek. Th- yeah, there's some boundary, and no, right now they're looking, or they're looking at us, going, "Oh, <laughs> these guys are just fucking, you know, making a right fucking mess of it." I mean, it would be a pretty entertaining, like, reality show for aliens, like, watching Earth just fuck everything up. Exactly. 2020, Maybe. everybody. Alien <laughs> race, like the 2020. season finale. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that's a good point. I just, I always wondered what they want from us. Maybe they don't want anything. If, they, if we're They're going, just curious. If we're assuming the aliens. Yeah, who so, knows? Maybe they just want... Maybe they're just hard. Maybe it's like the Matrix. They're just we're just like a resource, and they're just waiting for us to get nice and juicy, and then <laughs> and then they'll, they'll take there us we out. Go. Yeah. Well, not to get weird, but there's definitely a type of aliens that feed off negative energy, and we have a lot of negative energy on Earth. Okay, hold on. You just hold on to that thought. We're going to come Did, back to that in a second. I like this. You said well, I want to come back to something as well, like. One of like the purest form of science, so to speak, is just like curiosity for curiosity's sake, which I guess could be yeah. also something that the aliens are doing. It's nothing that's you don't set out with an intention to find something that will better uh, your species. You might accidentally find something that happens all the time, but like you're just curious. Which so which we're, like we're, we're curious or something. That yeah, human at. beings are human beings yeah. are infinitely curious, and we'll. 
We'll sit and watch cats and dogs and chimpanzees and we'll study them and we'll find them fascinating, even though by our standards of sophistication and within our society, you know, it's dumb, so to speak. But so why wouldn't an alien race feel the same way about us if they were significantly, they look at us like, you know, basically dumb monkeys. They'd still probably find it potentially interesting. Can we just all make an agreement though right now that if we find I disagree. A, if we find <laughs> anything new or that we're going to like experiment uh, we're just not going to put it in our mouths like that's that's how what pandemics start what do you what, like Marty, I don't even know the, what you're saying like the bats and eating different creatures and things and getting Dude it didn't uh, come from no batman it came just from a, any, a lab anything I ate. that just oh god <laughs> yes conspiracy theory that's episode. not conspiracy theories that's that's okay hold on hold on the given I'm just no, saying we, we, talked, yeah, it is. Yes, we it is. talked about Ebola and that how it came from monkeys and things. And now potentially there's a theory about bats. Can we just agree that when we define things or whatever else, we're just not going to do no, it? No, no. Just stay, well, stay in our Where else are we going to put it, Marty? I don't eat my, <laughs> my study organisms now, but I did eat some sea cucumber when I was doing my master's Oh, degree. that's disgusting. Okay, so I'm going to like rubbery salt. Oh, I'm gonna need Neil's help on this one because I know he probably remembers the name. But I mean, what's 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 the equation in regards to alien life oh. in in the oh, you're, universe? You're talking about the um the what the the oh my god, that's escaping me too. Um, I know I can't think of it for okay. Well, we'll think of it if yeah. it comes to you. Let us know. But. But you think about that, and then you think about the, the the fraction of that would be able to actually travel between planets. So uh, for me, like the likelihood of an alien race being able to travel to our planet within the time allotted and study us, that's already super low. But talking about putting things in our mouth, what if there was <laughs> one race that was close enough to come and study us and they caught something from us? War the world style. Oh. And that's why we don't see them anymore. And that's why they're not coming back. Yeah. They caught the common cold. They're like, nope, I'm out. So we but can the conquer common cold could wipe world. out a species that had never seen it before. It, also, it's, it's called the Drake equation. And it's very complicated. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. I was thinking <laughs> no, of that, um, that's it. Fermi's yeah. paradox is the other one, which is why we haven't seen aliens. Oh, um, you're right. Which yeah. is not so complicated. I was just going to call it the law or probability laws. Statistically, there is something out there. It's just so low that out of all the planets and stars and things that, that to find the one planet that we're on, the odds yeah. of it, like. Like the Drake equation is basically uh, every variable is a probability of how many stars and planets, rate of right. star formation, how many we could actually communicate with, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. How but, many um, life supporters there are. But based on that, we know. Well, we know probably, you know, statistically, there's 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 infinite numbers of alien races and species out there. It's just that they may not yeah. be close. But there's but the another thing that I enough, heard. We gave them chickenpox, and they're never coming back. <laughs> they're never coming back. Well, yeah. so th there's another one that I heard, which I actually thought was really interesting. Um, I'd never thought of it this way, which is that the universe is is like what is it like? 13 or 14 billion years right current estimation like 13.8 13.9 something like that and it's old human beings it took the earth at 4 billion ish to, to to form and then you know how long it took for human beings to get to where we are 
So there's another theory that says that um, there, there's two theories. One theory is that throughout the universe, there's a there's a homogenous rate of evolution by which all intellectual, you know, all civilizations will roughly come to fruition around the same time. And then there's a, so say within a you know say half a billion year or or even shorter say a ten thousand year window, but like there's it will no- take them the same amount of time to yep. reach like a civilization, but it won't all be at the same set time and space. Yes, right, but yes, but then if you think that maybe there are civilizations that evolved in the first half a billion or billion. And those have already, just think how long that is in terms of time. They could already be so sophisticated, even in terms of metaphysically, like they may exist in other planes. They may have transcended. Like Stargate. Yeah, like Stargate. There you go. Yeah, there you go. But they may have transcended in ways we can't even feasibly imagine. And to them, popping in to visit us, which to us seems like an impossibility. It's like, oh, light speed will never be, it's too far, blah, blah, blah. But the, we don't know this. These are just the boundaries of what we know today. And yeah, they're correct per that. But we don't know. We don't. We like to think we know everything, but we really don't know shit. Um, but we strive to con- continue to know more. But it, there's nothing. There's nothing that says that there aren't other levels of existence. And these aliens, you know, maybe they pop by once in a while in these UFOs for whatever reason. Who knows, right? God knows why, but. It's just alien god, alien gods, or god knows. I still, uh, you know, I resent the fact that you say we know nothing. We know know ranch is better than ketchup. All right. Okay, true. We know a hot dog is not a sandwich. No, disagree. Disagree. (laughs) (laughs) This is yeah. We want to bring that up again. So wait a minute. This episode is now going to devolve into the greatest hits of all the arguments we've ever had in all of our episodes prior. (laughs) Which is surprising because we're not really arguing right now. The whole thing I was thinking with Neil is like, oh shit, here comes the time debate again. And then Andrew brings up Stargate, and I'm like, oh my god, (laughs) we're gonna just go down that wormhole. And now we brought up ketchup and and uh, <laughs> Woo. wait, are you telling me you like ketchup more than ranch? Uh, it depends on what. What are we talking about? That's true. There is a place where ketchup is better than ranch, but but taken in isolation, Pizza. I would agree with you that ranch is better than ketchup. Okay. I don't want French ranch fries. on on my McDonald's cheeseburger, for example. But ketchup, I might. Well. Okay, let's cycle back around to aliens that feed off dark energy, Hannah. What the? (laughs) I know where. I know. Let's not get super. Like, there's a there's theories that there are like aliens among us as well. Mm -hmm. You've all heard that Obama's a lizard, right? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, now. Talking about the lizard people. Who started that? Did Donald Trump? Jay-Z? Well, no. Okay, so did you guys ever hear about Jay Z Knight over what? in Yelm, Washington? No. No. Okay. Uh, she. Uh, I. I think she's still alive today. But they had this weird. I don't know. Multi-level marketing scheme, cult, whatever, whatever you want to call it. However, it was formed. But what I have heard 
is part of their belief system is that there are lizard people living underneath Mount Rainier waiting oh, to take over the world. That's a great place for them to live. They live we underground. Are, we also talked about this before. <laughs> we talked about an argument. That's a reasonable theory. <laughs> <laughs> reasonable theory okay uh, but back so there are aliens among us the problem i have with aliens among us is why i kind of get the stopping by to kind of poke at things and see what happens but like yeah it's harder to think what are they doing to offer. here yeah uh the refugees men in black have you ever seen it come on I have seen it. I don't remember that part. But I, guess. I have an experiment, a thought experiment for you, though. You just said that there's a belief that there's aliens among us that feed off negative energy. So if you're a negative person, like me, for example, like me. Yeah. We can, if we do an experiment and stop being negative, completely negative, for let's say 30 days, we can flush out whichever aliens are around us. Who see who disappears from your life after thirty days? Or Neil gets a divorce. His wife yeah, is an alien. That's what I thought. I'm like, shit, man. My wife's an alien, feeding off my negative energy. I'm going to get super positive, and it's going to be a bummer then because it's going to make me negative. It's kind of a, it's a bit of a, a, a catch twenty two paradox super here. Super positive people kind of annoy other people, so that also might be a reason for a divorce. Uh, that's also true. Wait, hold on. Do super positive people annoy you, Hannah? Alien. Yes, like if they're if they're so you're an alien. Positive. Oh. <laughs> Maybe that's why. But I'm negative all the time. I feel like if I was feeding up negative energy, I'd be much stronger. Yeah, but maybe that's just like <laughs> that's your bait. That's your bait for them. All right. If you're negative, they'll be negative, and they'll give you what you need. No one's giving me what I need. You're you're <laughs> interstellar fisherman. All right, that sounds actually pretty rad. That's a good band um, name. That uh, makes my depression seem useful. <laughs> and then that. Neil's thought experiment is almost better than therapy. <laughs> Just be positive to get the aliens away, not for like anything else. Wow. I would do it. I don't think I can. Though. I don't know if um, I can, especially yeah. right now. Which means they have us in their grasp. Well, we can't whole- even get out of our own negativity. They're the architects behind the last, well, our whole civilization, but 2020 has been a fucking bummer. I can't be positive for 31 days. This is their Thanksgiving, okay? <laughs> hey, Where hey. Where tryptophan? Hey, September only has 30 days. Woof, well, that was a 31 that was killing me, Marty. <laughs> I know. So that makes it one day easier. I can't do it, you guys. That's true, man. Well, not with that attitude. Not with that <laughs> negative attitude. You gotta have a positive attitude. I, uh, I can do it starting tomorrow in two hours. Okay, Marty, you do it then. Well, I'm not the one who's negative all the time. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'm kind of on Hannah's side here. <laughs> we could talk about your imaginary kids again. Yeah, how are they? Thriving. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> Homeschooling. Work from home. Yeah. What part of Harry Potter are you in? Oh, you know, the, the positive part. <laughs> which part is that? Yeah, which part is that? All of it. <laughs> it's kind of a downer. It's uh, a downer, like, all the way through. And even, like, the epilogue feels like he, a downer to me. He finds yeah. true friendship. What's wrong with that? Uh, how, also, how is that? J.K. Rowling is turning out to be a real piece of shit. 
Yeah, uh, she, she really said, well. I don't know. I think a lot of her, every, everything that I've seen that she said, I can make an argument for it. I just think people are jumping on her for the wrong reasons, really. Well, she's so pu- she's so public. She's such, such a high profile. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's an easy target. I feel like she is very high profile. She has said these things that come off as very transphobic. As a high profile person, what you could do is stop saying them. That yeah. stopped people from from in the public eye doing that before. Ah, oh, there I go being negative. Oh, Marty! You're our only hope. Wow, that didn't last long. Keep going, Marty. I'm, well, I'm he still has it. two hours. Get all your negative out right now. Get it now, Marty. I'm hungry. That was oh. uh, <laughs> uh Are you sure you ate some chips earlier? I think you're pretty I like, full. I no, I like to eat ne- your negative energy, Marty. That sounded so wrong. I mean, I do run off the fight, so it's very possible I also can eat negative energy. So on that on that note, just to go back to that, I had read in a very similar vein that there there are a lot of um, mystics and and other such folks that um, say that if you go into if you really get involved in in sort of like more esoterical practices and activities, um, meditation being sort of the the gateway into those things, that there are they firmly believe that that. It's a very dangerous thing to do if not done properly because it opens um, it opens you up to supposed negative entities, not 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 physical beings, but non-physical beings that will come and use their you know feed off your negative energy and basically make you go mental um, and lose all sanity. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, that's a a very uh, Christians. A lot of Christians have that same sure, point it's, that it, meditation it's, is evil because you are releasing some control on your mind, and sure. anything could come in. Right, but but it's not. I don't think they're not. I'm not saying they say that and only that. They're just saying that um, it's something to be aware of if you're going to practice those things and to do so under the guidance of an experienced um, mystic or whatever, monk or whatever. Um, So I don't think they're necessarily saying it to to turn you away. Uh, More cautionary tale, I guess, if if it's supposing it to be true. Um, They're like, you know, this is not to be... It's not a game, I guess, is what they're saying. It's not just for fun. Well, I would say the same thing. I'm not that into witchcraft, but, like... But you're kind of into witchcraft. <laughs> she I mean, does tarot. A smidge, but it's just like it's one of those things. Smidge. A witch, a witch, burn her, burn, burn her. How do you know she's a witch? I think there's a lot of things um, out there that we don't know about, and I do think our mind kind of protects us from thinking about them most of the time. So right. meditation would be a way of releasing some of that protection, which could open you up for. More negative energy, Andy. I'm gonna let you right now. <laughs> Which is I'm literally, right I mean, now. my mind does not protect me from anything. It's not that strong. <laughs> no, oh, that's not. True. You need depression and anxiety. Your mind gets super strong at bad things. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of disagree with with both of you there. I think you attract the energy that you put out into the world. So if you have a positive mindset and you're very bubbly, like you're gonna find yourself around people more like that. 
Or if you do, you even know how magnets work, Marty. But Marty, I don't think that 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 they're mutually exclusive concepts, though. I mean, um, you've got to remember, you have your mental energy, you also have your physical energy, and you have potentially your inherited your you have your ancestral what? energy that you inherit through through your genetic, you know, through the history, through your, your family history, right? A lot, that's like a thing, right? Look at you oh, guys yeah, looking like, at me stop, like I'm crazy. I would feel because there are family. <laughs> Historically, families that were more like healers or seers, like it right. kind of ran in families. They had a more, a deeper connection or something. My dad then, was a trucker and my grandfather was a trucker. Well, you're Makes on sense. the opposite. That's why you wear those hats all the time. Yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's less common now that you're kind of ingrained to go into what your family has done before where... You know, you learn the family trade and go on and so forth. But you, like, now it's, you, you're able to interact with more people, but your groups of friends usually are into the same things. Um, you have a similar sense of humor. You find that kind of spot where you fit. But it generally, I feel, you you get back what you put out into the world. You know, it comes back to that. It comes back to that golden rule, like, you know, be on to others and everything. Like, if you follow that, you're, if you're mean to people, you're probably going to have people around you that are not nice to other people. Oh, like, I think that's just kind of a, a thing that happens. And so um, that's just my my thought on it, not saying I'm a witch or anything. Or well, no, that's, He's a witch. Burn uh, her. Well, like that whole, to me, that whole... You get what you put into it. To me, I always just feels like feel good nonsense, and like, just like, and I do agree. Yeah, you believe in aliens feeding off dark energy, and you're gonna call that nonsense. Yeah. I did See, say I believed in it. I just said I've heard of it. She took my feel good nonsense and is making it negative, folks. You hear this? You I hear mean, this? I mean, I, I, okay. I agree with Hannah. Facebook I do quote: Who's the alien on this podcast? But I like Andrew. Andrew's I agree that uh, he's suspiciously <laughs> quiet. Um, yeah, if you're kind of a mean person, you're gonna have you're gonna make friends that are also kind of prickly. And if you're a really nice person, fine. You'll probably make a lot of friends that are nice. But that doesn't really do anything for you, I guess. Like, ah, oh, fuck. Maybe Neil can help. Neil, help me. <laughs> well, I was, I wasn't gonna. I don't know what to say about that. But I, th- I agree. Like Marty's just talking about karma, but in a very literal sense. And I actually do believe in karma. I mean, it's there, but it's just not. It's not. It's not instantaneous or necessarily quite an A to B, as people like to make it out to be. And now and then, maybe it is right. You put something good out, and something instantly good comes back to you. It's like cool. Um, and it's really clear to see that path, that instant action reaction cycle. But in fact, I think that you know the complexity the, is way beyond that. But I do believe that ultimately, yeah, it's, there's probably some some truth to it. That in the end, even though it might sound like feel good nonsense, the the energies you create will come back to you at some point, um, and you can't just. There's no way to, you, you, we don't have the, the capacity to create the lines 
and to, to, to track the path of all the interactions and reactions that are occurring, you know, infinitely all, all the time. But if you're putting out good actions, then that is, um, it may not even come back to you, but there's still, it will still come back in a, I, I, that sounds weird, but you know, it's just a lot more complicated. But yeah, it's easy to just distill it down and go, yeah, if I do good things, good things will happen in the road. Come on. A smile is contagious. A smile is <laughs> contagious. <laughs> a yawn is contagious, Marty. Uh, uh, no, I think COVID like, is contagious. It's, uh, it's very simplistic. And I also feel like. Wear a mask. It's not a guarantee. Putting out positive energy doesn't. But that's not. Yeah, that's not I, and, and, and not only that, if you put positive energy out for the intention of getting positive energy back, it then I think counts. that's not it's, really positive. Energy. It's not that's real. Like self-serving. It's, it, yeah, it's it's tainted. Right? It's like buying your way to heaven. That's the classic, you know, buy 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 a stairway to heaven. But so it, it, that won't work. I don't think it has to be real. Fine, fine, Marty. fine. <laughs> I'm gonna buy Hannah a ACDC shirt and I'm gonna send it to her house. So Wait, she can why? send me the so she can send me the shirt. <laughs> Do you want two? <laughs> so hold on now. I'm kind of curious about this, Neil. You might know more about this figure than I do, but I was at the I was at the bar the other day. I started talking to this guy. Um, he's up in the area building a few houses, but him. I met his wife later on. Him and his wife both subscribed to the teachings of this lady named Amma, A-M-M-A. And I don't know if she's like a yogi or whatever, but um, basically her gift to the world is she'll hug people and it gives them a lot of peace, mm-hmm. right? Do you think she's doing that in a self-serving fashion and sucking the souls out of people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who she is, so I can't say. Really? That. Yeah. Apparently, she's given like I don't know what the figure was, but it's probably like well over a million hugs. Right. Sure. So business is down right now, but do you you, you have to pay for the hug? I don't know. I didn't get that far into it. I doubt it. But but yeah, you know, I mean, it's just the world we live in, right? If you do anything to any degree that gets any any notice, then you're going to just by by accident you're going to make this there's a capital gain from for that for the most part and there's not necessarily anything wrong with that either like why should um you know a spiritually um if you not necessarily enlightened but someone who's you know in that sort of position why shouldn't they have capital gain but then people are always going to be like oh you're only doing it for money and I don't know. It's always a personal thing. I mean, no one could answer that question except her, right? And if it was self-serving, she'd say, no, I'm not doing it self-serving because, well, you wouldn't admit it, I, would you? <laughs> I Well, I, I guess I looked up very briefly online a little bit and it was, it was, there's a word for it, like, you know, your gift to the world, right? Basically your purpose or whatever. That was what it was for her and it just happens to be that her gift would in – would bring her to a lot of different people to actually share that, right? Mm-hmm. Like someone else's gift might be a lot, lot lower profile. Sure. I don't know. I, I was just wondering if you'd ever heard of this person, especially no. since we're talking about you know aliens feeding off of dark energy. <laughs> I don't think she's an alien. I think no, she's I, something different. 
I mean, Taylor, we may we know. may have found the the cause of coronavirus there, but um, <laughs> hang know. on, hang on. Maybe she's hugging people to suck out the negative energy from them. That's what I'm saying, Marty. Where have you been? Yeah, Marty. That, I mean, that's what. Um, so that's helpful. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we found feeding one. off of it. So we found an alien. But that's exactly what. That's the whole exorcism, shaman, um, mm. healer. You know. Mythology, um, this idea of the poison. Someone has to take the poison from you, um, and that individual is capable of handling that negative energy more than you were capable of it. And that, so they thus heal you, and either know how to get it out of them, how to control it themselves, or potentially die on the sword for you. Um, but that's all over. That, that's in literature, in, in all over the place, right? So maybe she's a modern version of that, just doing a teensy bit every time she hugs someone. She just takes a little bit of, of negative energy and gives them some peace. I don't know. I don't know. I could be totally misrepresenting this too. Because like I said, I looked <laughs> online for about five minutes and that's yeah. about what I came up with. But, um, you know, that yeah, this was uh, episode five of Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> yeah. I guess the last yeah. thing I have to say about episode five of Unsolved Mysteries is I think that the, the police officer that said nothing happened that night Shit definitely happened. They just didn't write it down. Yeah, yeah. Because he was just kind of like, I went and looked through the logs and, you know, <sighs> someone was unhappy because bear cans were on his lawn. Yeah. And it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, he and was, that guy was. Yeah. Too much faith in the system. Like, so much faith. And like, also. The only uh, things I haven't written down at work. Oh. <laughs> should you admit that? Yeah, I hope they don't listen. <laughs> And if you're if you're a kid, are you really gonna call the police and say, "Well, we lost three hours, and my grandma and my mom switched spots in the car"? Well, you see, that's the, mother thing, might. that's the thing that really struck me. That's the one thing about the show that I resonated with the most was when the lady said, um, "Toward the end, I think she said it, or, or was it the lady or the guy? It was. It, it might have been the, the, the slightly wacky guy, but he was like." There's nothing to be gained from them telling this story. Um, it's not like they profited from it. I mean, yes, you could debate that, and Hannah looks like she's about to. Um, but th- but they said essentially what they were saying is all you get is ridicule and peep and and the loss and losing friends. That's all. You, uh, especially at the age that it happened to them, it's like you go around telling people stuff like that, and they just look at you funny. And I've been there. I. I've had people look at me from oh, when come on. We, we're still doing the podcast with yeah, you. but not you guys. I mean, you look at me funny, but I'm, that's fine. But when <laughs> that, it actually happened, like when it actually happened to me, I mean, I was only I was only eighteen years old, and we told some of our close friends, and we quickly realized mm, we mm-hmm. there's no point telling anybody else this ever again. Um, I would never lie about it, and yeah, now I'm older, I'm not so bothered, but. It's not something you can go around talking about because people just kind of think you're crazy, basically. Um, but what, I said that because you. What did you say, Marty? You you were saying um, I didn't say that for no reason. I just have it. The aliens took my memories. <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> well, we should probably think about wrapping this up to something of a condensed Hannah. Well, episode so it's not another hour and a half two hours yeah i can talk to you next week it's fine 
do we recommend oh, it? Shit, do do we recommend it, Unsolved Mysteries, everyone? Andrew, do you recommend watching it? Uh, so I, I've only watched this episode fully. I watched part of the first episode and it, I enjoyed it. But the entire series, you know, going back to the late 80s when it first came out, I grew up watching it. It was fun to watch. It was nothing that I really ever took too seriously. So like, I was watching when I was a kid, probably around your daughter's age, Neil. Um, so I don't, I don't think it's necessarily it's not bad for kids or it's un- unsuitable for kids as long as they have a, you know. It depends on the healthy, kid, I think. Some yeah. kids might find it a little bit freaky, but it, mostly I think it is. But no, I, I think it's a fun fun series with, you know, kind of a cool spin on some things and makes you think or it makes you dive into conversations about dark energy, energy. being aliens. I'm, I'm not going to be able to let that go. We and, barely and, scratched the surface. And saints that hug people. She hasn't she's, been canonized. She's, she's not a saint. She's the hugging saint, according to the Google search that I did. So, Oh, see? Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, but just because you call someone a saint doesn't mean they're actually like a saint, right? I, I don't know. I'm just re- telling you what it says on the Google. But oh, uh, no, I mean, it, it is a fun series i mean the six episodes this is probably the lead are the most out there episode the other ones are kind of who doesn't who done it uh unsolved murder crimes um episode six is pretty good um not a lot of mystery four not a lot of mystery three is i would say by definition that makes them not pretty good given the name of the show there's unsolved weird (laughs) things that happen watchable things (laughs) I, I mean, it's like going to McDonald's and getting a pizza. They're Which I not think is impossible. Uh, <laughs> they used to do them. They, really? They have, yeah, they have pizza. Maybe they never did in the US. They used to do little uh, personal sized pizzas you could get at McDonald's, like on rotation, you know, like they do like the McRib and stuff. Yeah. I would say episode six is very close to like making a murder, like mm. an. An random disappearance and there's like no body and there's a person missing like you kind of definitely tell who is responsible for it but again like it's a second murder on a thing and you're like well where what like this the circumstances behind it are are fishy and that's the mystery part of it but by the end of the episode you're like yeah that person totally did it so like you're missing parts to it or something but then there's another one where um, in a 13 minute window, a hairdresser goes missing and is gone and her body's found a couple, a year or so later. And that one, that one has some genuine mystery to it. Um, and yes or stuff. no, Marty. Yes. I, that one's a good one. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're letting Marty do the synopses again. You don't okay. get the other synopsises. Okay. <laughs> Watch of yourself. Yeah. With that, Fair enough. where plans are optional I mean, on Facebook, oh, okay. optional on. on Twitter. Hold on, hold on. Didn't Hannah? Yes or no? You recommend? I know. That's what I was just like. Never mind. Um, I mean, <laughs> I do, but it's completely up my alley of what I would watch because I pretty much only watch documentaries about crime or conspiracies. <laughs> so it's it was like ta- tailor made or mm. sports. So like, yeah, this is what I watch. But I did enjoy it. I think it's it's all right. It's <laughs> all right. It's all right. It's not great, but it's not, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Next week, ESP, spontaneous human combustion. <laughs> Big, Bigfoot, what are we doing? Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll put something out there. We'll see what uh, see what they think. So, yep. Send mysterious T-shirts to Hannah. God, Jesus. Yeah. If any of you did that, we want to know who that was. That's the unsolved mystery. Today. I was just gonna say that. Now. Yeah. This is the unsolved mystery. Where the fuck did this ACDC shirt come from?